Welcome to episode 5 of the Skinner Baker podcast. We are your hosts, Nabs, Shahina and Nikki. Hello to the returning Skinner Bickies and to those finding here for the first time. We are here to talk cuck, offer opinions, laugh and swear way too much. In return, we're hoping you'll keep listening and hopefully share your opinions with us. Hi guys. Hello, how are you guys? Hey. I can't believe we're already on episode 5 now. We are entering into the downward slope of season 1 because we've now moved mm. past the halfway mark. Mm-hmm. Have you guys so excited. How's the week been? I know we all have so much going on right now. The week. <sighs> yeah. It was really good. Yeah. I I mean yes it was busy, but Thursday I took a day off and nice. I just did I did nothing. Well, I had a spa day with my bestie. Oh, um, wow. I saw that and I was super jealous. We had a super. spa day. Oh, we had these, this amazing spa treatments and massages. And I just Where felt... Where did you go? We went to the sanctuary at the Onyx Hotel. Yeah. Was it good? Was it good? It was so good. And it wasn't even expensive. I think it was like... Maybe? Five, it was 500. And you get your... Oh, that's so reasonable exfoliation type treatment first and they also offer you champagne and wine if you want but i'm like no it's cool we're good and then it's a massage and they put me only for head sorry for neck and shoulders and i'm like no i want full body and she just gave me a full body yeah. massage. Oh, i feel like it's amazing after the fast yeah yes i'm keen i'm keen and also you should do a young review and just you know, let us let, let everybody know because if it's yeah. inexpensive, then I mean, I'm sure there are other people who would be yeah. interested. Yeah. Listen, um, I have had you know, um, my admin at work had been catching up with me, it was literally growing and growing like a fucking it is <laughs> insane. And then uh, this week, I really managed to get rid of everything, and it gave me such a sense of relief because I mean, um. We don't fuck around with work, you know. So when things mm. are getting heavy and you know it's really your own fault. So that was great. But listen, okay, so the fast started um today. Today is the first day, actually recording on the first day of the fast. And I mean, I just wanna say to all our Muslim um listeners, we wish you well and you know it's a really special time, so enjoy yeah. it. But that's not my point. I wanna say that during the fast, I really have weird dreams, guys. <laughs> and <laughs> So this morning, I dreamed that it was very PG, so don't stress, it's, it's okay. Um, I dreamed that I was at the school concert, and obviously, who was there? It was youngster, right? And, <laughs> Stop. and he's going to hear this, and he's going to take out a protection order against you. Yeah, you obsessed, girl. Always, <laughs> no, I'm going to love him from a distance. That's all we can ever have in, in my dreams. It was crazy. Like we were walking hand in hand and oh we were really lovely. So what are we talking about today, guys, before we, we all get into trouble with youngsters PR yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Um toxic friendships. You know, I'm always yeah. saying that as females or women, I feel like we never really leave high school. Like a part of me always feels like this click mentality and, or maybe it's just a perception Mm. that 
Girls are catty with one another. But girls are catty. Mean girls. Yeah, mean the whole mean girl thing. So we want to really dig in and unpack what toxic friendships are. Do we ever leave high school behind? And what it actually, what does it mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I think yeah. is so interesting as well is like <clears throat> girls are taught or this behavior that is learned comes at such a young age. Like my daughter um, is eight and she deals with play, playground politics all the time. There's like the, mm. the kind of cattishness that we experience as adults exists in a different way in primary school. So if you think yeah. about it, like it's quite hard and it will take a lot of work to actually undo all of that when you get to yes. our age. Because it, I think that yeah. it is very ingrained in the way girls interact with each other. And it doesn't have to be, but we all have to be on that page then. I also think, you know, um, added to that, there's this the sisterhood idea, you know. As women, we must stand together. And I think that leads to us standing for shit that we don't really want to, mm. you know. Uh, so it's bad behavior. For instance, um, when you're in a friendship and your friend is manipulative oh um, with other people, not necessarily mm. with you, but because of the sisterhood, you have to stand with her. You yeah. don't have to fuck all, you know. Exactly. So, because it starts so young, at such a young age, like playground age, you just go, it's, it's just normal. It's mm. just normal that this is how we interact with one another, but it really doesn't have yeah. to be that way. And maybe you overhear yeah. your mom like talking shit about her friend or talking shit about someone at work or talking shit about like a family member and all of those interactions, all of those times where you overhear adult women having those behaviors, mm. it just yeah. kind of reinforces yeah. it because the adults who you model your behavior on are doing it. So on some level, it must be okay. I feel like, um, you know, you've got an auntie who's a real skinnabic. I mean, not like us, but a real skinnabic like in a family or whatever. Yeah, chances are their daughter's going to be exactly the same. Because they, are, they actually, yeah, and mean. Just So again, you're learning it from an, from an early age and from the woman in your life, which is so scary. And when it comes to friendships, like with manipulation, and I feel also jealousy does kind of tie into that. Yes. Um, it's so, yeah. it's often so hard to recognize um, when you have someone who, who you think of, I mean, if you just think of like friendships, right, between women, they, they can either be the most destructive thing in your life or the most uplifting thing in your life. And when you have mm. someone who goes out of their way to manipulate you, whether it's like emotional manipulation or uh, manipulation of behaviors, it's sometimes, at, and very much in the beginning as well, very hard to step outside of that friendship and see it for what it is. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I can relate eh? because... I remember when we did the stalking episode and I said, Yo, I feel like I, I've been stalked. And you said, no, um, I don't think um, anybody would want to stalk me. Why the fuck? So it's exactly the same for me. Like, why would people be jealous? You know, like, what the yeah. fuck? And then um, I see things like, <laughs> you know, those memes, <laughs> those memes move in silence. You don't know yeah. who's watching. Um, yeah. And um, your people you think people who love you don't really love you and I think what the fuck's happening here I don't know what's happening because um it's really hard for me to believe that someone 
who I consider a friend would be jealous in any way. Why, exactly. But people you, are, you must be and happy. they're jealous of the biggest load of cuck as well. Like, you, know, you can you know, like go on Instagram and post a picture of like um, a promotion. Like, you've got a promotion at work and you do a post and like, I'm so yeah, happy. Yeah, about it. Yeah. And then there's some C fucking bitch in the background going, oh. <laughs> Why does she get a promotion? Do, do, do. do you know what I mean? Like, and it's people that that put on a smiling, happy face when they yes. talk to you. Um, yeah, yeah. But I think they focused on others. I mean, like, honestly, if you want a promotion, focus on your own life. Your and that's what? the thing with Absolutely. jealousy. Hey, like jealousy isn't about the other person. It's very much it's about, about you. you. And yeah. you need you know? to like sit down with yourself and really like, hey, what the fuck's going on? And I and I think jealousy is normal. I feel jealous mm. often. Like I am someone who I I get jealous, and I often because I compare myself to people, and I know I shouldn't, but I feel like mm. it's very normal to do it. And yeah. I don't feel like an ugly kind of jealousy, but I feel like a yeah. why not me jealousy. Like why yes. not me? Okay. Um, and when and I feel that way, I always sit down and I think like, but Nikki, why not you? Because you haven't done the work, or you aren't putting mm. in the same amount yeah. of effort, or the it's effort. actually not a priority for you. You want this, you say you yeah. want it, but you're not working towards it. So that's exactly. why not exactly. me. <laughs> And you know what? That level of self-awareness is something I admire so much about you. Like you can be a gift, but you can say, you're welcome. You can say, yeah, I'm fucking jealous, but let me just deal with that because you you recognize that it's coming from you, you know? And then I just want to say, you know, there's this thing, um, what is meant for you will never miss you. It's in the Quran and I'm sure it's in the Bible as well and any other Holy Scripture in some you know what I'm saying? So if you are jealous of me, it's almost, I see it like this. When I think about it, I close my eyes and I think, you think that God, <laughs> <laughs> that God <laughs> took of your pie and he gave me some. Now yeah. I have more than you. Doesn't That's work like that. You. There That's is not enough. There's enough for everyone. You know? There's like enough for God everyone. He's actually like a master baker and he's got like billions of pies on the go. And what yeah. you know, my, my pie was never someone else's pie, it was always my exactly. pie. Absolutely, and I'm just your pie might still be baking. Exactly, your ingredients could still be growing. Absolutely, just funny. like your future husband can still be at school. Cool. Come no, let's not go that yeah. far. Yeah, I think we're a bit too old for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, I don't know on. if I have. I don't think I have had situations where someone hasn't been happy for me. But but, I mean, oh, that's what I wanted to say, China, yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. You don't think that, right? But yes. how do you recognize that? And honestly, like you were saying earlier before, um, you said that when we went through, um, when we were researching for this episode, there were things that I was, I really thought, oh, my word. <laughs> I've experienced that before. So that means mm-hmm. that's, that's not good. That's not yeah. okay. And that explained why I was feeling a little bit like, oh, icky. You know what I mean? Mm. And then with the jealousy, so this has really helped me recognize, oh, okay, that's not good. That's not good. Let's not do that. But then also, again, look inward and say, am I being jealous? You know, yeah. am I being yeah. manipulative? Am I doing something? I feel like exactly. manipulation is so hard to recognize in yourself, but also in others. 
Like if, yes. if I'm being manipulative, I how do I know that I'm being manipulative? Like what what do I look out for? Like what are the things that is it language? Is it you know like mm. it's very it's something I struggle with. The thing I said in the week mm. to you about. I was talking about one of my closest friendships and I said I would get upset about certain things because yes, I, yes. I expected her <clears throat> to react or behave in the same way that I would have done. And I told yes. myself, no, I really cannot expect that of her. You ha- it's your expectation, you know, it's exactly, yours. Exactly. So why are I'm you holding her um, to that standard? What is she going to do with that? <laughs> Exactly. 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 So and it's not her. It's me. I mean, it's maybe not yeah. her, but it is me. It's yeah. just like yeah. myself that I need to recognize and accept and then change. She's her own Breaking person. your own heart. Yeah. Exactly. Literally. But again, that is something um, that you have to, you have to get to that point. So you're going to have uh, disappointments for a while and a few disappointments maybe. And Mm. then think, I mean, then really step back and say, okay, wait, listen, what is actually happening here? You know, whose expectation is it for uh, for her to respond in that particular way to this instance or whatever, you know? Yes. And um, that doesn't happen overnight definitely didn't happen overnight for me and I still struggle with it so yeah once I made that realization I'm not gonna lie like the the friction I felt within myself when I interacted Mm. with it it Mm. it just it was just it's like evaporated right yeah because it was it wasn't it's not weighing down on you and it's heavy. It's really heavy because I take, I take my friendships very, very seriously at yep. this point of my life because yes. God, the woman in my life had such value, each of you, you know, definitely, and I, definitely. it's so sacred to me. So if you fucking with my peace, then I know this is not the time for us right now. Yeah. And I can step back and say, it's okay. You go, you do. Yeah. It doesn't mean I, 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 I dislike you in any way or anything, but I do realize and recognize that we're not good for each other right yeah. now, you know? And I think that's um, so yeah. important. Friend breakups can be emotionally harder <gasps> than romantic breakups. I also think so. But oh it doesn't God. always have to be ugly. Like we don't, we, we are so grown. We can just say like, you know, I mean, does it even need to be announced is the first thing. But there's nothing wrong with acknowledging that someone is just not for you. Not for you right now. Not for you because mm-hmm. you're at mm-hmm. different spaces in mm-hmm. your life. Because you're growing in different directions. Um, your priorities yeah. are different. Yeah. Like, it, it's okay to say, like, hey, this friendship isn't actually serving me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I had a friend that we drifted apart. I mean, we were so close. Like, you know, when you meet a new female, a woman friend, and you're just like, oh my God, this person gets me. Yeah. And yeah. We yeah. Really, it's like we fell in love with each other. I can't, I don't even know how else to describe it. We were just so yeah. in love with one another, and we did everything yeah. together. But she, as amazing as she is, she's very flaky. So she'll cancel mm. last minute or she'll an hour late. And I just felt like that's, I don't do that to other people. I don't like, it for it to be done to me so I just mm. sort of just we just drifted apart um yeah. and when she reached out again and we co-cat 
breakfast. It was a great catch-up. It was amazing. And then she said something that just, I don't know, it bothered me. She just said, um, it's up to you. And I've reached out now, so now the ball's in your court. And I'm like, what? Is this a competition? Why are we keeping score of who's reaching out to who? I don't know. For me, again, maybe it's her expectation of you. So that's really, I mean, obviously it made you feel uncomfortable because what is this, you know? But yeah. also she's now placed this expectation of you that you don't want. You know, yeah. I feel like... Um, but this is coming from like- a space... I was always initiating. I was always putting plans. And then I just felt like I'm not getting the same energy back, so I'm going to stop. And I don't think that's wrong at all. I think there's, there's, um, you're just taking control and taking your power back because the worst thing for me is definitely being in a company of someone or people and I feel uncomfortable. Mm. I feel that I... You know, energy is so big, and if your yeah. body, your body actually responds to to being around someone in in a negative way, then fuck, I'm out of there, man. Yeah. I'd rather be at home. And you I know? think we mm. will we will get to like red flags later in the episode, but that is such a big yeah. one. I feel like probably the mm. biggest one is actually to just be aware when you are no longer in that friend's company, how do you feel? Do you feel relaxed and happy after you've spent time with them? Or do you feel anxious? Do they pass their drama onto you? Do, do you feel drained? Like you need a nap mm. after a coffee date? That yeah. is like one of the biggest signs that someone is taking more than they should from your peace and your energy. Yeah. Wow. That's big. That's big. Something that I also um, think that's like a um, leftover hangover from the playground days is when you have a friend who isolates you. Um, and I think a lot of people experience this. And in a way, I think it also speaks a little bit to that like love bombing that women do when they make new friendships as well. Where you meet someone that, like you said, Shayna, you just click with them. And Mm. it's Mm. almost like you go into this like overdrive where you suddenly are like hyper involved in that person's life because you click and that like I've experienced that um, where someone has done that to me um where I I just felt like what is what is going on we haven't known each other that long but you you seem erratic if I say I'm spending time with other people and you are overly affectionate in a way that isn't like um not like sexual I mean but like it doesn't make sense for the amount of time we've been friends yeah and I think when you're small and you have that thing with like why are you playing with her when you're supposed to play with me um that still happens as adults you know like who's who's this person or you go to an event for the good friend of yours and they bump into someone else um and then you maybe make them feel like they have to be there next to your side the whole time. Um, exactly. That is a very toxic mannerism and really only always just speaks to your own insecurities. But I think that happens often. And I'm just tripping on you, right? So <clears throat> there's this idea of exclusion and isolation. So when you say isolation, you're talking about that instance that you uh, described now, right? That yeah, type so of like someone who isolates always... you from your core or from, from yeah. a, another group of friends or your family or someone who makes you yeah. feel obligated 
to be with them yeah. more than yeah. other people. You know, again, I'm going to talk about those high school musical vibes because that is something that we we should not be doing no. in our adult life, you know? Um, for, not only why would you impose that kind of cut behavior on someone and then the someone, if I was the someone, I'd be like, I'm out of your bitch yeah. because I know at this point, each of you offers me something different. So I won't go to Nikki with a certain something um, that I, I feel I need to go to Shahina about this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly you know I'm saying? the slabs. Exactly yeah. that. I mean, we can't be everything to a person. No. no. Just... Only me. I'm everything to the both of you. And I understand <laughs> yeah. that. That's a lot. But I'm okay with it. <laughs> now, I just want to make this last point. When I say to you, obviously, when, when Nikki posts pictures with other people on Instagram, I always call her out on it. I say, who are As these people? Joke. Why are you watching? As a joke. And I mean... <laughs> That's good. But I mean, I love that we have other people. We even yes. know about the other people, you know, yeah. and we see yeah. highly of our people. Yeah. So if you are in friendships with that is not, if it's not okay to even be talking about it, then that's you a big problem. I think also yeah. like on a more <clears throat> subtle level, when you feel like you can't mix your friends, like um, it's your birthday and you want to do something but you can't mix your friends that is another red flag yeah that's problematic like no man guys i'm gonna disagree (laughs) what (laughs) (laughs) because i i feel i have this group of friends let's say the two of you and then i have my group of friends that i've known since i'm 12 okay I actually don't mix those group of friends because they really badly behaved, you know? So, I mean, that's the only reason. And we're so clicky. That's such a clicky group, I think, also. Mm. So I feel that I don't... It's not necessary for me to mix. Okay. Um, and sense. rather than it being a red flag. But, but I if totally you were, get that. It, if you were doing a bridal shower, you're getting married, you're doing a bridal shower... You wouldn't ah. not invite Shahina and I because another group of friends is coming. Do you know what I mean? No, I'm not saying we have not. to have like big get-togethers all the time, but when there's a need yeah. to have multiple friend groups, it doesn't make you feel like, oh, I don't want to invite this that's one. That's a good and idea. This one and this okay. One. No, sure. That's. I think that's why I'm not seeing it as a red flag because it's not that it's possible. I just don't feel that that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I mean, I think sometimes I'm different around different people. Like, it depends who I'm with. Mm. Like, I I get drunk a lot with other people, not you too. (laughs) Why? And sometimes I eat bacon. Shh. (gasps) Don't tell anyone. So yes, I mean, <laughs> that's totally a thing. I mean, you are, um, you and I think it's because not that you um, fundamentally different with other people. It's rather that different um, sides of your personality come exactly. out of different groups. And, right? and like Which you I said that earlier, Nabs, like different friends nurture different parts of you. Absolutely. Like with Nabs, I know that I know I can come to you with all my boy problems. Like, I mean, yeah, I know. I'm the expert. <laughs> I mean, like, I could literally talk to you about it for hours and you wouldn't get sick of me. Yeah. There are different roles. I have 
adopted a, a particular role in some friendships, let me just say. So where I am the supportive friend, you need me. And maybe that's got to do with me being a bit, you know, like, yeah, I placing a high importance on the value that I give you in your life, you know. So mm. then when, when I read about these um, red flags in friendships and so on, I realized that that support role that I take, just like the expectations that we place on our friends, is, is sort of unfair to me. And I'm also not giving this friend the opportunity to support me because I don't feel vulnerable there. I don't allow myself to be vulnerable because I'm strong and I can support you and I can help you through whatever you're going through, right? Then there's another friendship where although I have taken on this role, I have given this person opportunities to step up and say, but Nabs, how are you doing? Do you need anything? And it's never, it's never happened, you know? I've had to reassess that and say, what do I want from this? Is it realistic? Can this person even do that for me? And then decide what was best, you know, moving forward. That's such a so, big one. Mm. Because it also speaks, because I think, um, how do I say it? Like you, you, you are who you are, right? Like your personality um, is not that flexible and I don't mean you specifically now I mean just generally yeah yeah our personalities are our personalities they're pretty cast in stone and when you are a person that is more likely to be the nurturer in all of your relationships um, it's natural that you take that role on with friends but I also think what you're saying about holding a space for people to be that for you is mm. important um and people, I think it's it's one of those things where you do get people who just don't offer support and they just take and take. Yes. Or even if they don't oh, take, gosh. even if they don't take, if they just don't offer support. It's, do you it's think they know hard. how? No. So I can speak from personal experience. I don't really always know how to emotionally support people. It makes me uncomfortable. Um, when people mm. display like extremes of emotion mm. um, even my kids like uh, I don't know how to deal with it when they're like extremely worked up in either direction mm. it, it makes me confused I don't get it um, so sometimes when I have friends who are um, really struggling I don't always know what to say to them but I am quite open about that like I will just say yeah. like I'm not sure how to support you right now um, but I'll, tell I'll appreciate me what you need. That. yeah yeah I, I would appreciate that if you just tell me straight up I don't know what to do like yeah. I mean sometimes people cry I don't know do I yo I don't know crying is the I one thing I don't know me. what to do fuck <laughs> it's so hard I, you know what eh I realized, so, so I can only speak for myself, obviously, and I get super emotional sometimes. I get so emotional, and especially with the two of you. I don't you need to switch really do off. it. No, but you go into yourself. Like, often, like, you have, like, you're, you're, <clears throat> when you're emotional and it's, like, there where you want to talk about it, it's usually after you've had your big emotions because when you have your big emotions, mm. you tend to, like, pull the cattle back mm. to the crawl and now the fact that you can identify that in me 
that to me is your support. So you mm. don't push when you shouldn't be pushing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And you, you wait for me. And when I do come and say, guys, I've been through that trend, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> then, <laughs> then all you offer is, I'm a really sorry nurse. And yeah. that for me, because it's so sincere, I feel that is the support that I need from yes. you. Shaina will write a little bit of an essay. So when, when I have friends or people in my life who I consider to be friends and they cannot do that for me, then I question how, how come? Because you don't know how or you're not invested enough because it's not about you. Or yeah. am I just meant to be okay all the time? you know and and is it because of the role that I play that I've chosen to play in this friendship I want to say I just think the people who don't know how to deal with those big emotions are the exception because I think most people will have an indication of what they're supposed to do whether it's just Mm -hmm. to be like I don't know what to do or whether it's um, to really dive in and be like a proper like psychiatrist to you yeah. mm. Mm. there are lots and, and then, lots of people who just choose not to get involved because a it's not mm. about them b they mm. can't find a way to make it about them or c they, mm. they're just genuinely not that good of a friend like and I know that's a cuck thing to say but yeah. if you love me and you are genuinely my friend you will not want to see me struggle emotionally. Like you will, it yeah. will not make you happy to see me having a hard time. It will not make you indifferent. Like you will have a strong reaction to it because you love me. Mm. And if you don't have mm-hmm. a strong reaction to me being in a state of emotional turmoil, then you're probably not really my friend. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if I'm going through something, Sometimes I just need to vent. Like I don't even don't I don't need advice. Most of the time I'm like just hold, let me get it out. Yeah. Just hold the space yeah. for me to get it out. And hold the space. But that's, that's so important dealing with it. Like talking it. Yeah. I think at this point um of of my life, and I can say it about the two of you as well, we really um we we know how to deal with our big emotions. We know how before we go to someone else and say listen this is what's happening and I appreciate it so much when when you say to me do you have space for me to fucking vent right now are you okay to take Mm. this on I mean how much more caring of your friend can you be you know you're going through cack but you realize that you need to offload but I don't know if my friend's in a good space to hear this now, you know, yeah. that is, that is what we need to be doing for each other and not, I mean, so you come to me and you're saying, um, this is what's happening on everything. And, and I listen because I think I need to, because we are sisterhood, because, you know, all of that bullshit, but I'm just overburdening myself and I'm going to give you cack advice. So just we as individuals, as, uh, as our own woman need to say, no man, not today, my bro. Not today. Mm. And I think that's such a nice segue into talking about the red flags. Um, Yeah. Because I had to actually do research. I'm not even joking, guys. I had to go like actually read articles about what these red flags are. Because I feel like often they're, they're so hard to put in words because it's more about like it's more of you being left with a feeling like. and It's so subtle. 
it, 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 like it is. Like really and like thing. the feeling yeah. isn't usually subtle. Like you feel drained, you feel sad, you feel put down, you feel like whatever. But it's very hard to say what is the root of yeah. that's causing yes. that feeling. And I read this one thing where they said um, one of the points that they made in this article was something that Nab said about the conversation never being equal. And um, do you just find you spend your whole time focused on their problems and their successes um, and their mm. good times or bad times and you don't have a space to share the things that are important to you? And I would say that is like a fairly huge one for me. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the other one that I feel very strongly about, and this isn't so much only for friends, but I think family too, is when you leave people and you feel like shit. When you're like, fuck, I need to decompress. I need Mm. alone time. I need quiet time. I need need to find a way back to the mood I was in before I met with this person. That for me is like one of my biggest, biggest people turn offs. Like if you make me feel fucking drained and exhausted and just like strung out, I I can't spend time with you. Yeah. I actually feel like that was what my 20s were like. Yes. I don't have a lot of friendships because my 20s, I was like culling people out of my life. I was and like, I think it's because in your 20s, it's more about quantity than quality. Yes. Yeah. Exactly that. So, as, and I mean, now, haha, I'm getting into my 40s. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are we doing for your 40th? We need to have a meeting about what the plans yeah, are. Yeah, we, no, we definitely do. I do want to do something. I want to make a big thing of my 50th. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. That the friendships that I've kept and I'm cultivating, like, I no. feel like are my truest friends. I don't, I never feel that. I can't talk about my problems. I never feel that there's really an uneven. And if there's if there are any issues, I don't feel scared to address it. Like, oh my God, if I actually bring this up now, it's gonna be a big thing and we're not gonna speak to each other for weeks. Like there's there's just none mm. of those things are there because I know that that person does not have a malicious bone in their body towards me. They only want what's mm. best for, for us as friends. Um but yeah, I took getting rid of a lot of cuck people. Or maybe not cuck people, maybe that's unfair to say. We just want for each other. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, I think also, so I what happened with me is I had a group of friends and we sort of married at the same time, had our kids at the same time. And I was one of the first, because there's more than one, to get divorced. And when that happened, my lifestyle, I would say, changed so much and I really felt that they were not able to relate and because they were not able to relate I felt that it would be difficult for me to to speak to them about it and I needed so desperately to speak to people who were some in a similar situation so I did feel myself drifting or pulling back a little bit and trying to find people who I could resonate with at in that phase you know what I mean so, I mean, it's okay to do that. I feel you don't, there's no fucking, you, you don't have to remain friends forever because you've known yes. each other forever. Yeah. Or to the same degree. It can, it, it fluctuates, you know, the intensity of the friendship and you need certain people at different times in your life. Um, 
And then when you are the fucking problem, my bro, <laughs> and that's yeah. a possibility. Yes. Acknowledge that. Acknowledge that you could possibly be the problem. Not yeah. that you have, that you are manipulative or you are this or you are that. But that person may see you as not good for them. Yeah. And leave them to believe that because if that's what they believe, then it is that. Don't fucking gaslight them. Just be cool and say, okay, that's okay. I get it, you know? Yeah. And um, pray for them from a distance. But and don't overstep. Even, even if you are like the, the like displaying genuinely toxic behaviors, don't get angry. It's such yeah. an awesome opportunity to do work on yourself. When you can identify negative behaviors in yourself, that is so huge. And it's how we are able to evolve emotionally. Absolutely. And and just because you... Friendships, I think, through friendships don't necessarily end. They just waver, you know? So when you're ready, you can go back into that space and say, this is me now, you know, and then see if it works or not. And if it doesn't, it's okay because you had this amazing experience with this person at that time or whatever. Which brings me to this other this other point, right? And I, I want so you know how you're going through this constant evolution as a human being, right? And when you carry people with you from your past and they have been, they have witnessed this journey yes, with yeah. you, right? So now you are who you are and I know I'm very different to what I was before um, and I'm still growing all the time. And then sometimes when I slip back into um, a, a past behavioral pattern that I'm trying to really work on, but because I'm human, I slip back into it. And then you you have people from your past to say, oh my word, there's that kak manera or there's that or there's that you know um it's really difficult so if you are if you find yourself with with people who are trying to heal trying to change and you know and and maybe they slip don't fucking do that you know hold the space for them and say it's just it's okay it's it's exactly like the cancel culture but in a friendship form you know so loud mistakes Sometimes yeah. we regress. Yeah. And yeah. if you genuinely can't, if you can't like support someone through their process of changing and evolving and becoming better, then rather just remove yourself from the friendship because it's very yeah. damaging to be wanting to do that work on yourself and feel completely unsupported. Especially by people who you feel should be supporting you. Absolutely. You know, and encouraging you. What about those friends who always criticize you? Fuck them. Fuck them. Those yeah, people who always yeah. have something negative to say, my worst is when it's disguised they're not, as they're a not joke. They're not even friends. We're no. not friends. Yeah. No. We're not Fuck friends. Off. You're so <laughs> right. And, and, and you must realize that, man. Like, when, when somebody is constantly criticizing you, no matter how yeah. fucking hard you are trying, they are not your friend. And all yeah. of that is really stemming from their own fucking insecurities. Mm. For you know? sure. And walk away from that shit. Walk away from it, honestly. You don't need that. Something that yeah. else I feel is like on the cusp of being a red flag is when people make you feel 
competitive, like irrationally competitive. Competition is healthy, but when you start to feel like you must be doing something because X person is doing it, yeah. or you must mm-hmm. be achieving something or be a certain place in your career because your mm-hmm. friend is like that, that behavior is more about you than about them. But the fact that mm-hmm. they are calling that forth inside of you is mm-hmm. is a sign that maybe you need to reevaluate. I just want to talk about that um, exclusion thing again, where and I, um, so you um, you have this friend who's excluding you from group activities, but when yeah. things are cut, they come to you. Yeah, you know that. Um, I've experienced that, and who it was, was it? So Tell, me now. Tell me now. Tell me now. I'm about to roll the fuck up. At their joint. But you know, my thoughts were, you are entitled to that, to decide who you want to spend time with and not, and not. And you didn't want to see me, mm. and I'm, I need to accept that. But this, it made me feel quite cuck, you know. I do agree with you, Nabs. But I also think, as much as you um, are entitled to it, the person who is your friend is also entitled to feel shit about it like like you can own that you're allowed to do whatever you want with whoever you want but you also have to own that your decisions have impacted someone negatively yeah Yeah. Um, and then that person could turn that out and say you know what this isn't working for me mm, that's the risk they're taking by doing that yeah no, I just feel mm. like it's it's like what we were saying about you don't it's really mix, you think... don't mix friends mm. um, when you have like, but then also it is very much also about the person who's being excluded. Like the if they feel like that is a friend group or an event or something, whatever they're being excluded from, if they feel like that's somewhere that they belong with you and the yes, people you're with, yes then why haven't you included them? It's more like it was, it's a group of friends and I belong to that group. So why am I the only one who's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. And That's I, horrible. I, it's just, yeah, that was weird for me. It was like, whoa, mm. okay. Mm. Clearly. Um, that is a big you know? flag. Like, yeah. So like, mm. I mean, yes. like you said you had a group of, you have a group of friends that you all got married at the same time. Um, I mean, mm. if, if I were you and I was all of a sudden excluded out of activities, I would feel bad. Mm. I would yeah. be really yeah, confused. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you I, a, not sorry, the in that instance, it was, that was not exclusion for me. That was more like I felt the need to do that for my own, for my own good. And that was easy for me because I was acting. I, I knew that it was what I needed to do. Okay. Um, so, I mean, with ex- with this exclusion thing, I just felt like, Ooh, okay, and and I did. I never addressed it. I never thought about it until I read all of these things, and I thought, holy shit, that actually happened to me, and that's why yeah. I felt so cuck, you know? Yeah. I was like, oh wow, okay, that's interesting. It just it gives you power, and and it allows you to to make a decision and decide what is best for you, you know? Yeah. Because. That's ultimately who we need to be looking out for, ourselves. For ourselves. A friend of mine once told me, please don't swear when you speak to me. And I was like, fuck, then I'm not going to speak to you. Because (laughs) I just can't. 
And how do you edit yourself? How do you censor yourself? Your entire personality? Yeah, I don't know. Again, then I wondered, should I then respect her and say, okay, I won't, but then it would mean I would be watering down, faltering my words, thinking three seconds before I said something, and then it wouldn't be authentically me. Exactly. And also, would a friend ask you to be something else, something you're not? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I struggled with that one a little bit because am I offending you? As your friend, I don't want to offend you. But do I betray myself a little bit here and say, or compromise myself or water down or, you know, and I just, and walking on eggshells, that feeling is such a fucking trigger for me. Such a trigger. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't, I often don't know how to respond when I feel that way. So Yeah. Wow, guys, I guys, feel like I'm going to cry so after much. this. Why, these <laughs> no. episodes are always like therapy for me. Like it does yes. feel a bit like that. Like also because through conversation, we also learn. And like you say, Nabs, like when you actually sit down and read about something or talk about something thoroughly, you start to recognize patterns and behaviors that triggered emotions in you that were not okay and maybe at the time you couldn't really pinpoint it but through talking about it it kind of becomes a lot more clearer okay guys closing comments do you have anything more to say about toxic friendships because I think we've covered so much and I think you know what would be really helpful as well is in the show notes and the description of this episode we share some of the links that we read to the red flags Mm. I think people don't know what some people no. know no they think oh this is normal this is I didn't know I didn't know and now I know things and you know mm. uh, you talked about the kids earlier um Nick's and I also have two girls so when they are behaving in a certain way and I'm just losing my shit in my head because I don't know what's happening I really don't know what the fuck is happening why are you making me feel this way it's because they are displaying manipulative tendencies or they're doing something unintentionally mm. really um in no malicious way at all but just I need to find ways to identify particular behaviors and the different shapes and forms that that can come in so that I can respond to them better. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm. Yeah. So um, um, using the right words and explaining why it makes you feel, why it's not right, not why it makes you feel that way is so important so yeah. it can be better understood. So my takeaway is definitely you need to identify the behavior that makes you feel a certain way and then address why it's making you feel that yeah. way with your friend. Um, and if that's really, if she's really your friend, and I say she because we're focusing on women, you know, um, yeah. relationships, female relationships or whatever, um, you must be able to speak about it, you know, you even if you need some time before you process your shit and then, say okay this is what's happening with me and if she's your friend she'll know that something's up you know yeah and it doesn't have to be a fight it doesn't have to be an ugly situation and you don't need to say like your behavior is wrong or you did something wrong because Mm. it's only wrong because you felt a way about it so don't come in from that angle just say like what you did made me feel like x yeah yeah Yeah. and it hurts absolutely 
it's the behavior it's the behavior mm. that they yeah. don't always display you're not always displaying yeah. the and, and what it activates inside of you like what's that feeling inside yeah. of you that's making you feel shit that person yeah. that that causes that feeling to come about they they need to accept it own it yeah better i'm gonna go cry now so <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i'm gonna go yeah. eat my feelings who's doing the, the you can't even <laughs> yeah who's doing the outro Nikki, your name is there i can do it i don't mind go for it go for it naps can i go okay um no i don't want to do that okay i'll, I'll okay <laughs> Oh, must I do safe. it? You felt safe enough to say you don't yes, want to do it. Yes, please, Nikki. Please, Nikki. Okay. We've covered so much in today's episode about toxic friendships. And I hope that at least some of it is, is useful for you. And if you are in a situation with a toxic friend, that you find a way out of it. Either through helping that friend discover why their behavior is toxic or just by leaving the friendship behind. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or you just want to say hi, please email us at theskinnerbeckerpodcast at gmail.com. And remember to follow and rate us on Apple's podcasts and follow and rate us on Spotify as well. Say hi. Don't be shy. We can't wait to hear from you. And we will see you again next Monday.